Too crazy for Boys Town. Too much of a boy for Crazy Town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show. Freaking win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You freaking win the game. You don't put on the show. You win. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome. It is episode 957Q, uh, part three. I am here. Jam is here. And off the bat, I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. We're trying to give away some prizes. We're trying to give away some prizes. Jan, can we pull up the uh, the the? I don't even know if this has a name. Like normally, it's like best ball, or you know what I'm saying. I think this is just kind of. Oh, here we go. That's a no, little. They they did not go with anything fancy. Like yeah, the other ones it, are called like big dog or something dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jack Settlement's rendezvous. Uh, but, not here to argue NBA offseason challenge pick'em spectacular. Listen, we're straight to the point here. Okay. <laughs> he is jam. Look, Tyler, I am. We're not here. Like we're we're, we're kind of just saying how it is. So I will read this sheet. It'll probably look different, but the, the gist will be the same. Okay. <clears throat> the following list of players have some of the biggest question marks surrounding where they will play in 2021, 2022. Player status is indicated as unrestricted, restricted, or trade if they are currently signed. This will be graded for what teams each player is on August 13. Okay, so about you got about two weeks. Got about uh, two weeks. Okay, so pick the correct team. You get one point. You pick the correct destination for a trade, and you get three points. For example, if you think hypothetically. Ben Simmons is going to the Lakers, which I this is a hill. I'll, I don't know if it's going to happen now before he retire before he, the end of this current contract. Ben Simmons will play for the Lakers. So if you think that happens now, maybe um, you put that in, you get three points. And again, the trade has to take place by August 13th. Yada, yada, yada. We got three prizes. There are literally only three prizes in the world. First place there. um I'll let you decide on the prize. First place, a 75-inch TV. I feel like it's a pretty good first prize. 75-inch TV. All we do is yell and speculate about where these guys are going to go anyway. If nothing else, you should enter this so you have, like, noted on the record. Like, I can prove, like, when Kawhi does go request this sign and trade to the Bulls or whatever, you got some proof. Get in on that. Have you Have a receipt. And then also, first place, you win a 75-inch TV. Okay. I don't know. Um, I don't know how many people here are like 75 inches taller, but if you just imagine like a TV your size, that's pretty big. It's a big TV. Second place, $500 underdog credit. Depending on how you flip this, this could be worth more than a TV. Now, I would have lost this by the end of the month. Personally, this is just I'm just speaking for me. But you, hey, maybe maybe you turn this into a fortune. Maybe you 
buy underdog sports. Maybe you buy this show and fire me and jam. Do you, you have the over. skills? It's game of skill. And it's so it's if a, you have the skills, you can do a lot with that 500. It's a game of skill. And third place, we didn't forget about you. You get an underdog t-shirt. That's right. And I'll tell you right now, I have one on right now. Two, it's very comfortable. And three, of these three things, it is the most rare. I'm just like, there are lots of, if you just look across the world, there are plenty of 75 inch TVs, plenty of $500 underdog credits. I know I've blown through them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying what I think. I'm saying what I know. There are very few underdog t-shirts and that's third place. So without further ado, I am going to get my, see, this is, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll do this one under your name, Jam, since I need another <laughs> week to think. And if it's right, we'll split the TV in half. 37 and a half inches your way, 37 and a half inches my way. I think that makes sense. Is that fair? It's like a... a I mean, maybe can I get like a choice weekends? I don't like we don't necessarily have to split in half. It could be more like a divorced yeah. child's. Uh, uh, what was his name? I don't know how uh, biblical you are, but the 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 lady that had the baby, she was like, "This is my baby." Another lady was like, "This is my baby," and so they took it to the king, and the king was like, "Bet we can fix this real quick. I'm going to cut the baby in half, <laughs> and you can have half." And you can have half. Was it a top half split or like a, a, a legs oh, yeah, and torso the, issue or a right and it's left? One of those, like, which way? How would a draft wear a tie? Like if you would, <laughs> you would a, do you split a baby hamburger style or hot dog style? Um, Is so, a split baby a sandwich? <laughs> right. Do you cut it uh, diagonal like PB and J? Um, so one lady was like, "Yeah, I'll cut it. That's cool. I'll take half of a baby." And the other lady was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm the real mother. Do not cut this baby in half. And the king said, okay, that's the real mother. And he gave it. That's a real story. I love um, that. The first lady was like, I was going to put up this ruse claiming that this was my baby. But as yeah, soon as I, you say cutting it in half, it's like, yeah, that's what a real mother was. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I'm. It's like a, like Price is Right. You kind of look to the crowd for what the, how, how much is the television? Five dollars. Five Five, take five the, dollars. Take five. the cut, baby. The cut, baby. Yeah, I take the, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, uh, between the eyes. Um, so now nah, we might do a uh, random biblical stories here. Uh, <laughs> first up, Kawhi Leonard, player option. If you will pull up our uh, our test, this is the first time I've done it. Okay, okay. Any team in the league, any they're team, not gonna, they're not gonna hold your hand by narrowing it down. Any team in the league, I like that. I like they're not going to shoehorn you. They're like, hey, listen, if you think he ended up on the Pistons, you pick the Pistons. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Uncle Dennis is listening right now. Uncle Dennis is like, I know where we're going. Uncle Dennis, y'all going <laughs> to let him come in and get this TV. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Um, I do think. Like, I, I don't think him leaving is impossible. I think it's improbable, but I don't think it's impossible. I. It is sounding like he is going to miss a good part of all of next year, or if not all of next year. Um, I think I heard like nine months, and they're just the way the season kind of breaks. He's going to kind of get screwed on the other side of it. So you're signing Kawhi knowing that you're punting your one, like Durant, uh, Durant, uh, Kawhi, or Ka- Kyrie, damn, and Durant. But you still have 
Kawhi Leonard. Like I saw a thing they projected like the, his wins above replacement. It was like if he doesn't play at all the first year and still plays how he's expected, he'll still have the most wins above of anyone in his free agent class. So it's worth it. I don't think he it said uh I think Shams said like the Heat, the Mavericks, and the Knicks are expected to pursue. I'm like, yeah, I bet I bet they are. I bet <laughs> they are. Um let me present you with this. <clears throat> are we sure Kawhi Leonard isn't gonna pull another Kawhi Leonard? No. Cause he can get that contract from anyone and like anyone he can be upset that he had to deal with some sort of more injury shenanigans. Like if anyone's going to leave, it's Kawhi Leonard. Although he did seem to like pretty put a lot of emphasis on getting to Southern California. And now that he's there, I don't know like where he goes to. Like, I, I think that's for counter. I've seen people say like what, what all that he did to go to uh, the Clippers, he signed a paper. That's all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In terms of what he did, he got traded a place. He was never going to stay. And signed to pay, so that's that's all. Well, uh, yeah. when it came time and he had any choice, he chose the paper that put him in closest to Southern California. So Definitely. it's like some indication of where he wants to be. Definitely. Uh, but if anyone's going to be like, "No, you fucked up my medical," like I don't like this organization anymore, it's going to be Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So my thing is, if he's, of course, you got to put it out there like he's willing to leave. If not, it kind of just limits your market to. Uh, Lakers and Clippers. So, though I will say this, the closest th- the closest team geographically, not in California, is Phoenix. Okay, Kawhi's a helicopter guy, right? Like he was. I know he talked about. He's like he rode in that helicopter, had the same pilot uh, in the crash, the Kobe crash. But I think he's still because he can take. I think it's a seventy minute. It's like an hour helicopter ride from San Diego where he lives to L.A. Uh, which would be pretty sick to pull up and practice in a helicopter and then also get picked up in a helicopter. Counterpoint, San Diego to Phoenix is an hour flight. It's not a How helicopter. How long does it take in a helicopter, though? What if he just prefers helicopter travel? I, see, I thought about it's like a – I mean, it's like three, three and a half, but I was like, I don't know how long – like if he's just comfortable in a helicopter for three hours, then yeah, it's helicopterable. Sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's the longest helicopter flight you think you could go on? Oh, me or Kawhi Leonard? Uh, together, both of you. Both of us together, zero minutes. Because <laughs> I, won't, I, won't, I won't fly with Kawhi. <laughs> I, I'm hammering, I'm hammering the under uh, on flight minutes. But what I mean by like pulling a Kawhi, like nobody. We knew he was going to LA. That wasn't a surprise when he went to LA, when he went to the Clippers. But nobody knew he was going to like call every single All Star in the league. Was like, you want to go? You want to go to Clippers? You, Kevin Durant, you want to go to Clippers? And Kevin Durant was like, who is this? <laughs> who is Kawhi? I never heard your voice. Um, so now I wonder, and it, he would have to put he'd have to take out California out of this. But is he going? If he goes to another team that already has a star and still the assets to get that third guy because he did the two star thing and stuff. It didn't work for various reasons. It didn't work like per se. It said the Knicks are expected to pursue. So if the Knicks do whatever deal it takes to get Damian Lillard, like I'm like they had RJ Robinson, 
probably quickly to the Mavericks picks, the Nick picks, pick swap, whatever. You've got Dame and Randall in the door. And then if Kawhi's like, okay, I'll sign there. Right. You're looking at Kawhi, Dame, Rant, which is kind of an awkward big three, but I feel like it works. Like we saw Julius Randall's number one regular season, fine. Playoffs, not so much. Now he goes to your third option. That's pretty good. So, like, Tibbs can cover the defense around Dame. Would Tibbs even play Dame over Alfred Payton when it came down to defense? It's a great point. Uh, I think that I think that's your starting backcourt, uh, to be honest. I think there's 38 minutes apiece for both. But I do want – I just – if he's willing to open it up, like, hey, you have a star. If you have enough to trade the – like, again, or Portland, right? If they were like, okay, you got Dame. This only works with Dame, apparently. He's the only person <laughs> Uh, but if he's okay, if you trade McCollum and every pick pick swap you got to get whoever else is available, I will sign there and you get like the two for one only they already got the one. So Miami is interesting because they don't Miami wouldn't have to trade anything and they have kept it would just be Kawhi Butler Bam, which is pretty damn good. Pelicans like the Pelicans have enough to trade for anybody and still have Zion and Kawhi, and shit, maybe Ingram, right? Uh, depending on how many picks and stuff they want to give up. But I do think Phoenix, Phoenix is interesting. If that old man does leave, you wouldn't want to trade like Bridges and Aiton. I really wouldn't want to. But if you put Bridges, Aiton, and some picks on the table, what player can you not get? I feel like there's, there's a couple, like there's some you can't get, but Bridges, Aiton, and some picks, if you knew you were going to get Kawhi and whatever that player brings and put him with Devin Booker, if if you're big fish hunt, if you're big fish hunt, I don't think they would. So Kawhi Leonard, I say all that to say. <laughs> he's going back to the Clippers. He's going back <laughs> to the Clippers. He signs a five-year max. He doesn't hit free agency. Uh, I just don't. He, he's. How much do you think he thinks, like, if I was healthy, we beat the Suns in the Western Conference Finals? Like, all we have to do is run it back. I, I mean, I think it's a fair thing, but I'll if he was healthy, I think they beat the Suns. I don't think they beat the Bucks, though. Like, I, I don't – but, if, I mean, if he – athletes are delusional. That's how they become athletes. So, if he's like, hey, we just run this back, we can get to the finals. Anything, anything can happen there. So, I'll go Clippers. Chris Paul – this is risky business. He's got the player option for 44. And like there are basically I, he's going to end up with like three for 100 plus from what it sounds. Like. However, if he accepts the 44 and then signs like two for 60, if he opts out altogether and gets a like a clean 30, whatever a year, that sounds like that's what he's going to get. I get it, man, but. I don't know, man. Honestly, if I'm Phoenix, I'm like, don't you want to just pick up that option? Can we just, can we do one more? Like, maybe we don't have to commit long term uh, to the 38 year old guy who has the worst luck in the world in NBA history. But I, I don't think he goes because he's another. His family never left LA, and he said they don't like. He doesn't want. He's not going that far away. So I don't think he leaves Phoenix. Chris Paul, let's go Phoenix. And he's going to get three years. He's the head of the Absolutely. Uh, Players Association. He's going to make sure, <laughs> unless Robert Sarver just really cheaps out and just be like, we're not doing, th- like, really messes it up. 
Chris this Paul's going to get three years, $110 million. That's what we're he'll, – that he'll do that and then be like, Mikael Bridges, ew. And then, <laughs> so they lose Bridges and they're back at square one. Um, John Collins, restricted free agent with my Atlanta Hawks. This is a this is the first tough one because I, I think he could definitely be on the move. Every move they have made seems to indicate that he is not in their long term plans. However, I'm only looking at August 13. On August 3rd, even if he gets signed and traded, I think he ends up with I don't think they just lose the asset for nothing. Now, I'm, this is interesting because sign and trade gets me triple points. Um, actually, no, let's say I need this. This is your account. Let's have some fun. Um, I think John Collins goes to the Thunder. No, um, I was gonna say Dallas Mavericks, they I'll, seem I'll, like the type of team that will just throw him a giant offer sheet at the it's start of the I'm between them and the Heat. I'm between, but for the same reason, just for like the Heat, just. Get the heat, get meet, just get meetings with everybody. I think it's the Heat are going to spend their money on the next guy, Kyle Lowry. Mm. We'll see. I, I think that's why the Pelicans cleared all their money. Okay, so we, I mean, we can kind of lump. So Collins restricted, Kyle Lowry's next, Lonzo is next. Because I think Kyle- three three teams are like getting those guys. Like, there's only a much that much money yeah. to go around, it, and it's like the spenders are going to be the Heat, the Mavericks. Maybe the Knicks, maybe the Bulls, but it's like this is the next yeah. tier down where it's like everyone who wanted the Giannis, who who built up that Giannis money now has to spend it. Well, I'll, I'll say, and again, that's what the Pelicans just traded into. So the Pelicans have enough to offer Kyle Lowry whatever it's going to take. And he kind of, like if Lowry goes to the Pelicans, like if, he, if he goes to the Heat, I'd probably put Collins to the Mavericks. If he goes to the Pelicans, I might put Collins in it. Like, uh, let me go. Okay, Lonzo. Let me do Lonzo first. I think Lonzo ends up in Chicago. I agree. It makes too much sense, and I feel like we've been hearing about it a lot. It's it's legit. I've been banging this like for over. A, it makes too much sense. Not to say it's going to be a perfect fit, but it seems like they have the need and the money. He is ready. It sounds like New Orleans is not. I don't know. What a wild thing to have come out! Like, if you if you if you sign Lonzo at all, we're not gonna match. Like, but now I don't know. They got all that money, and if you try to offer them something, you try to low step them or low ball them, they'll match. But I'm going Lonzo Chicago, Lowry. I'm going. This is tough. I am going Clippers for Kyle Lowry. Ooh. I'm going that's like the style that they need and again they don't have this one of those they don't have the space now nah, that that's never mattered like they got Kennard and Beverly in a draft like they they can they can finagle something I mean they might even Clippers might just go straight to the Raptors like hey do you want our first round draft pick and I don't know, or an exception, or Patrick Beverly, or Zuba, or you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just take three of these contracts we have and yeah, just whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, get over there. Um, so I put the heat down because this is my it's a sheet of integrity, and this is uh, it's my well, I, I, I don't like this at one bit. Um, <laughs> I am going, um, 
What do you think about Collins? I'm going with the Mavericks. Uh, yeah, you're going. I'm. I'm going Heat only because I'm like I think the Pelicans probably throw way too much money at Lowry. Like they just threw three years, sixty million at Stephen Adams and got off the contract. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think he goes to the Pelicans. I think that opens up for the Heat to go Collins. So I'm. I think Collins, Miami. Tim Hardaway Jr. is in. He is unrestricted. He's going to get paid a lot of just in terms of he is, again, one of the few guys like unrestricted coming off a good year. He does the things you would want. And I don't Dallas. Dallas is always big fish hunting and then they never get the big fish. Porzingis was the biggest fish they got. Now, like, boy, this fish stinks. <laughs> this is a terrible fish. This is the worst fish ever. It's rotten. It's rotten from the inside out. So I kind of – I'm going Mavericks. I think it's going to be one – I think he stays with them, but I, it'll be like a – oh, wow, Tim Hardaway got four for 100 because they – it's like, listen, we can't – Luca trying to compete now. We can't afford to lose him and then go big fish hunting and then lose that. Too. Like We need we need something. We need a bird in the hand of some sort. So I, I think he stays put with the Mavericks. I think he's going to go back to the Knicks. They're just going to be like, man, we mm. struck out again, and uh, mm. let's overpay uh, this guy who we, we once had in our system. Also, I already have uh, Collins going to the Mavericks, but um, You're playing he's definitely going to get already, Packard. He's definitely going to get four for like 100, and I just was laughing because uh, you see what Alex Ovechkin got today? Like, he got his lifetime contract. Five can years. I guess, can, I guess, can, I guess, can I guess how many years, you say? Five years. Five years. Now, Ovechkin, I do know. This is like, okay, this is a lifetime contract. Like one of the best two. I don't know anything about hockey, but one of the best two players or like top five players of the last 20 years. Five years, 51 million. Too high, 47. (laughs) Damn, almost at 42. Bro, they do not be paying shit in hockey, man. What the hell is this? For the taxpayer mid-level, Ovechkin. That, yeah, they got <laughs> Ovechkin, man. Ovechkin in the bar right now. Uh, he go to buy his dinner. It's like, sir, your tab's already been covered. And look over there. It's Thomas Bryant. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, that's on me, man. I know uh, I know times is hard, man. That's that's for me and Robbie Lopez. Uh, Ovechkin, like, he, he go outside to his Honda Accord, a, very, a Prius, a very just sensible car. <laughs> Jesus Lord. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie is interesting because I all along I thought he was kind of part of like the Kyrie. Like I thought he and Kyrie were close. That's why I was when they went there. That's why Dinwiddie wasn't traded. But I mean, he also got hurt. Sounds like he's opting out and ready to go to whoever's willing to pay him in cryptocurrency. So I will say. He's interesting because I, I heard some Clippers. I Clippers need a point guard. I just don't think he's the point guard they need. Um, we're looking at some salary cap. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out who has cap space to go out space and here wait, now, wait, yeah. waste their money on Spencer Dimwitty. Sure. Yeah, I said it. Oh boy, um, Dallas, New York, New York, New York guys. Oh, that might be my pick. I might go Nick. I think I'm going Knicks for Dinwiddie. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's like, aha, take that. We, <laughs> You guys thought you had a good year with your big three. We just gave four years 150 to Spencer Dinwiddie. 
I like since I already I feel like they could have the big off season of you know like they put together the big three of Dim Witty, Tim Hardaway, and Julius Randle, and like mm-hmm. they're ready to make some moves. I'm with you on that one. Sixty five and seventeen. Um, we got Duncan Robinson, restricted. Who is restricted? I think he's going to get a lot more money than people think too. Uh, it's been kind of quiet, but I've long said if I'm his agent, I just point to what Joe Harris got four for 75. Dobbers Bertans got five for 80. So it's like, you're going to give me something in between that. Am Isn't he I, pretty old though? Robinson? Yeah, I feel like he used no, one I of those did like six years of college to finally go from D3 to Michigan. He But even that, he's still younger than either one of those guys were at the time they got that contract. He's 27 right now, but yes. yes. And Joe is, let me see, Joe was 29 when he got that deal. Joe's about to turn 30. Bertans is 50? I don't know. You can tell me DuPont is like 22. He is 28? Hell no. Hell no. Hell, there's no way he's 28. Um, But, like, if I'm Duncan, I tell him, like, hey, I'm, whatever shooting numbers that they're in, I'm in. Right, and I don't think you would call any of those guys like a defender. I feel like he's, I feel like he, worse than Joe, better than Bertans as a defender, like average of these three. So, I think that actually, I'm going Mavericks. I'm going Mavericks because I think he'll get that big offer sheet in the Heat or so. We can we'll just find another Duncan Robinson. It's like. I get it. That guy's shooting like 10 threes a game and hitting like 40% right. Like he's doing some Clay Thompson shit right now, man. Um, I'm going Mavericks. He's white, so he fits the bill. And no, he would just, he would get 10 looks from Luka. So he might shoot 50% from three this year. You think he stays? I think they just match. Like I think it's like they can bird rights or whatever they can go over the cap you just he's a shooter and they just need that kind of like jimmy butler's not the no like, three-point threat i think they're probably going to give up like choose between him and hero uh moving forward and i just think they probably go duncan robinson just because hero is like the main trade piece if they if they want that third star they don't get lowry like yeah. i think hero likes the one they trade so i just think they match whatever he gets unless it's like 20 million a year I'm t- that's what I think it's going to be because, you, like, you know the Heat are going to always want to make moves, and I know they changed it, but it's still something, like, for restricted, you have, I don't know, 48 or 72 out or whatever, and it holds yeah. your cap space during that time. You know the Heat are going to want to be making, so are they going to want to be like, oh, my God, like we have to hold up this much cap space to ultimately pay Duncan Robinson $20 million? I feel like they let him go, and I feel like that's where the Maver- the Mavericks just come in high. Like we have one offer. This is five for one hundred. This is our offer. Uh, I feel like Neil O'Shea is trying to get fired, and he's always good to come in with a very stupid contract at the start of free agency. It's like Evan Turner, seventy-two million dollars. Mo yeah. Harkless, let's give him two hundred. Alan Crabb, fifty-five on this guy. Um, it's like how do we will keep Dame in Portland? It's like give a hundred million dollars to Duncan Robinson. He's got to huh? stay. Huh? Huh? Do you like that, Dame? Uh, Chris Haynes has reported that Damian Lillard has reported that. Schroeder's interesting. Because Schroeder's got some power here. 
because if he leaves, the Lakers can't like they don't they don't get just they don't get to offer the 80 million they offered him to somebody else. That ain't how it works. If he's willing to play ball, they can get a sign and trade, but it's got to it's all on where he goes. If he just wants to take the biggest contract, if he wants to say F you to the Lakers, just fuck you. I'm not going to help you guys at all. He don't have to do that. And then they apparently they've offered Kuzma and Contavious <laughs> Caldwell every team in the league, which is very funny. Um, and apparently every team, that's a tough scene, man. If every team was like, I for, for Woj to publicly say that is just completely shitting on their like that, that is like they they're practically giving Kuzma and KCP away, begging teams to take it. And I was gonna say like if I'm KCP, I'm like what, bro? I was like the third best player on that championship team last year. If I was KCP, Kyle Kuzma, you'd be in a stupid outfit right now, very confused about looking at your phone. <laughs> it's cause I I do wonder is it one of those like hey they want a pick so they can flip it for somebody else or are they like hey they just want the money gone because if you're just get i would take kcp i think like kcp i feel like he's willing to like come off the bench or start he's that three and d ish guy that you want i don't think he's on a crazy contract you give me the lakers contract real quick um because i feel like he just resigned last year very reasonable yeah 13, 14 for oh, the come four on. seasons. Two years, 27 million the next two years for Casey. I'm going to look up his. I just want to see basically what he shot from three this year. This year, It was 10 points, three boards, two assists. He played 67 games for the number one defense in the league, which I think is valid. He shot 41% from three after shooting 39% last year. So I feel like it's like, okay, he's a he's an above average shooter now. I would take, yeah, I would take KCP. Even if it, I might would, even if it meant Kuzma. Just because I, if you're giving him away, like we, there were stretches where Kyle Kuzma was playing defense and offensive rebounding. And I think by the end of the year, I think his role turned into not what his role should have been. Now, can he, is he going to go back to that? Because his 13. Okay, 13 for the next three years. Scroll up is blue, I think, player option. Yeah. Okay. So he's so he player does, option, yeah. Which, I, honestly, he'll be like, he'll be young enough. He'll probably be opting out. I imagine, like, things will be more stable than salary cap-wise. He'll be like 27, 28. Two years of Kyle Kuzma, I've, again, I wouldn't want it. <laughs> I will, I will. Let me be clear. I don't want to do yeah, it. <laughs> let, let, I want to put my foot down here. Um, but no, look, he played 68 games, started 32 of them, 13 points, six boards, two assists, shot 36% from three. You could do worse than that for two, like two years, 26. Like I'm trying to. Oh, man. Would the Celtics take on those guys just for like. You talk. I was trying to think of teams that were just like starving for rotation players by the end of the year. Yeah, that's, what, that's exactly what I'm. You put Kuzma and Tatum together, man. Shooting. We're looking at uh, some. The Lakers 16 insider put together a little uh, NBA Jam style graphic comparing 27th pick Kyle Kuzma and third pick Jason Tatum. So we got shooting. Advantage pass, Kuzma. <laughs> yeah, shooting, passing, defense potential out of five bars. Okay. So Jason Tatum, he's got he's got three ball, three and some change. 
Kuzma's at a full four. Nod, Kuzma. Passing, they're both at two bars. That's a wash. Seems reasonable. I mean, yeah. coming into the draft, who knew what their passing was going to be? Defense, three bars for Tatum, four for Kuzma. Another check for Kuzma. Potential, almost four for Tatum. He like he's gonna he's gonna do a lot of solid things in this league. It's Kuzma. big of Lakers insider to be like, yeah, four bars for Tatum. Like he's a solid player, yeah. but he's no Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Kuzma's got four and some change. He's not a full five. Don't be silly. We're not homers. Uh, but he's clearly better than Jason Tatum. Anytime the Celtics play the Lakers, this graphic goes around, and it just makes me um, – I'm a huge fan of this one. See, I mean, it's it's the – anytime Tice and Bam play from now on that court, it's one of those, like, it, the game's a game. You win – like, you're on the good side <laughs> of it. Sometimes you're on the bad side of it. Um, but, oh, yes, uh, Ben Simmons. No. Uh, De- uh, Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> <laughs> um, Schroeder's int- – uh, I just don't know very many teams that need his particular skills. And when I, the Lakers can't get anyone to take on KCP and Kyle, that's the only reason why I don't take on those two is because no one else in the league wants them. And they're really like, man, there's a, there's a reason for this. But I counterpoint, a lot of the league is stupid. A lot of league is really stupid. Again, but if you go out on a limb and like, what's the highest – it's not like a high risk, high reward scenario. It's like a high risk, low like me- medium reward scenario. Like, there's, like, there's no high end of that. It's like you get a good season from KCP and Kyle Kuzma doesn't suck. You still, it's still not a great uh, package. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me. See. Okay, okay. So is the first row? Have they already started next year? Like, what's okay? So, oh, this, so okay. This, here we go. Yeah, this that makes a lot more sense. I was gonna say like. There we go. Okay, so I thought teams had a lot more money to spend. Yeah, okay. So we're looking at like honestly, if you're Toronto, like Toronto was running out bare bones, bro. If they're like y'all just giving away KCP and Kuzma, we we had Aaron Baines out there, man, and he looked. I put KCP as center before I play Aaron Baines as center again. If I'm Toronto, Dallas, Dallas just like again, just competent rotation players. Charlotte. Charlotte's interesting because they uh, figure out what they're going to do with Devonte Graham. Um, mm. But also, have you heard anything about San Antonio this like uh, off season? They have the no. second most amount of money to spend, but it's just like I've not thought of them as a destination for anyone. I saw some Collins talk, which I think is interesting. If I was saying it honestly, I would. If I could do both, I would just throw like max money at like Lonzo and Collins. Like nobody, we're not going to get a star any other way. Right. Like if we're trying to. I don't think they're going to tear it down. like while pop is there, I can't see them just tearing it down, trading everybody. So if you're going to compete, like just yeah, throw cap space but around. Who I are think, they competing with, though? I mean, they were what the 10th seed this year. Like they weren't horribly far off. I'm looking at the standings. They were. Close ish to the but yeah, they were the 10th. So they were exactly they were the last team in the play in. Like, so, who are they building around? So it's Derek White and Derek, Derek White? White. No, <laughs> it's uh. Let me see. Go back up. Where? See, so they Rosen's up. Uh, they got Rudy Gay's Ooh. contract coming up. Lamarcus is up. They've got all the cap space, right? I'll, do I do? I'll sign and trade for DeRozan, like because again they can work anything. Just as like, okay, we need to get. You can't just walk for nothing. Again, even if it's two second round picks, if it's a trade exception, wherever you want to go. Let's work something out because he would get more money that way too. Aldridge, 
Rudy Gay, Patty Mills, those three contracts off, that's $43 million off. With DeRozan, uh, uh, that's 27 an extra 27 So I throw big offer sheets like Lon, anybody restricted, basically, because I don't think you're going to get What if that. they re-sign Kawhi? What if the, him and mm, uh, Long Kong and Kawhi have a Mich- Michelle line together? Uh, <laughs> I could see it. Uh, it, it's like they've got like a 10 seat, like DeJounte Murray's a piece, like Vassell, White, Lonnie Walker, Keldon. They have a lot of pieces. And again, that's what like a lot of stuff gets you a 10 seed. But on the flip side, like six games below 500, they made the play in tournament. And they were. Well, see. what pick do they have this year? What are they have? Like the 12th? Like, yeah, wouldn't they much see. rather have tanked and been in like a top eight pick? And. In- they yes, they have the twelfth seed. Um, <laughs> like what? It, the getting the ten seed is not good. Uh, no matter how exciting oh. it is to lose in the first round of the play-in tournament, like it's not. A Listen, good I didn't say it was get. right. I I think they should have been <laughs> tore it down. So I, but I don't. I just don't think why until they turn over to like Becky Hammond or Tim Duncan or whatever, they're not going to turn it. They're not going to do anything. What I think is interesting, and they're one of the few teams. I think there are a couple teams in that like their twelve range. So if they're like, okay, we're 12, we're lottery, but we're not high enough. What can 12 and Derek White get us? Right? It's not going to get us up to number two. You know what I'm saying? But Derek White's solid. Like, I'm looking right now. If they were 12th, uh, Toronto probably too far. I don't know if you could go four to 12 with for Derek White. But maybe you could. I and think all the draft talk I hear is like there's a top three, then there's Jalen Suggs, and then it's like mm. a drop off. So I don't think they can get to four. Yeah, no, they're not gonna. I think Orlando's interesting because Orlando has five and eight, and it's like okay, if they could get to twelve to eight, I just, you would just have to love somebody at eight. Otherwise, that's not a big enough jump. Golden State's interesting. Like if they just somehow turn the Ubre minutes into Derek White, but went from pick 7 to 12. I feel like that's a win for Golden State. And with Lausanne, because they're it's, it is the top three, but of course it's always like season of like this guy, this team loves X guy. Like I've heard Memphis traded up for Moses Moody from Arkansas. I've heard they traded up for Josh uh, Giddy, G'day, the kid from Australia. Like is, his, is his last name really G'day? It's G I D D E Y. I don't know how to. I it's good day. So. If he's from Australia, his name's Josh. I think, it's, I think it's just good day now. Um, so yeah, you got to have somebody you love, but Sanins, oof. If yes, you're the Spurs, do you take on the Andrew Wiggins contract knowing you have no, not spending money anyway to move up from 12 to 7 with the Warriors? No, that's not enough. I'd rather stay at 12 and not have Andrew Wiggins. Respectfully. Fair enough. That's I, I asked the question, you had the answer. <laughs> Strong no. Yeah, rather uh no thing. Now all of that to say is uh where do we think Dennis Schroeder's now Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> uh like I was saying. I think he goes back to the Lakers because again, I like I think Lowry, they're not gonna be left with nothing. Ultimately, I think they offered four for eighty-four. They'll prop. They'll bump it up to risk like not losing him for nothing. It is what it is. 
Ben Simmons. And we got to the fun trade section. We got the final our, our three. Final, final three. Ben Simmons, Bradley Bill, Damian Lillard. I will say, first off, I don't think Bradley Bill's going. I feel like we go through this every single time. And it's like, I, he's, people say, hey, Bradley Bill's frustrated. And a week later, Bradley Bill's like, I'm I'm actually not. I mean, I'd, I'd like to win some more, but I'm good. Um, so I think Bill stays with the Wizards. I had a whole, like, the athletic beat reporter from the Wizards on the, my Celtics podcast and a whole episode about Bradley Beal. And he's just like, no, we've been we've been doing this story for three years. And yeah. Bradley Beal's been pretty consistent that he's just not going to ask for trade. Uh, right. I don't expect one to come. And then I would just be like, but what if he does? However, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, this he's more than entitled to change his mind. People will yell at him if he does, of course. But until he does, I just think it's the Wizards. Simmons, I think he stays in as of August 13th. I think he stays in Philly. That's the big thing. Yeah. I don't think he does at the by the start of the season, but I don't think Daryl Morey. I think he's enough of like a I'm gonna go hold out for the absolute best deal. Yeah, so I, as of all, yeah, August 13th. I don't start the season, pro, I don't think he ends next season to 76. Yeah, I'll say that. Um, which lead comes to Dame, he's another kind of. West Coast, but also do appreciate anytime there is kind of buzz about Dame, and Dame will just kind of like speak on it directly. He's like, "Well, y'all heard what? Okay, after practice, we'll we'll, we'll kill all that dumb shit." Um, I say Portland. I just I just don't I don't think Portland got bigger fish to fry. Uh, but again, like you said, Neil O'Shea is actively trying to get himself fired. So if he's like, "Okay, okay, hear me out," Damian Lillard for Buddy Hill. Um, and then they fire him. So now, as of August third, I go. I think I don't think Dame moves. That's that's way too big of a decision to make in two weeks. I, and I haven't seen a deal out there that like really makes sense as like another team that really works for Dame that gets at all close to. You're never going to get fair value when a superstar demanding right. a trade, but Dame has a lot left on his contract. Like there's like a I think four years. Yeah, you have to get. It's not like where a team's just like, oh, we don't know he's going to resign, so it's one and a half. And well, it's the like same that. for Simmons too, really, because I think Simmons has four years left. So whatever you, if you're trading for them, I don't think. I think the, the only place I've really heard, I think the Knicks have enough if they're willing to put RJ in it, because they have the picks, they have the pick swaps. If you go RJ Robinson quickly, I don't even know whatever else for salary you would need. And all the picks, like both Mav picks, three picks, three pick swaps, whatever. That's interesting. But outside of that, I, or Simmons, honestly, like if you're blowing it all the way up, Dame for Simmons, yeah, makes Dame, Dame for Simmons. I was going to say, and stuff. Who adds stuff there? They're both signed for four years, so that's not a wash. Or excuse me, so that's a wash. One's. Like twenty five and plays defense. That was like I think thirty one, and doesn't play defense. Is that who said who? Like Dame's a better player than Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is younger, cheaper, and also locked up. That that counts in a trade. So Lillard, yeah, I would I would say Portland. I don't think he. I don't think he it gets moved in the yeah, two. Yeah, not, not yet. The Knicks make sense because they're also like trying to win now. Like I also think. Um, the Thunder, like in terms of teams that have it, like with Shea and a bunch of picks, like mm-hmm. these apparently Shea 
cannot be on the uh, uh, we'll uh, get Thunder to anymore. But I agree with you. I think Dame's going. But, like, in terms of teams that are available, have a bunch of picks and have, a, like, some young players, right. uh, it's, like, the the, the Thunder, Pelican, the Knicks, Thunder. Pelican. Yeah. So, like, the, no team can trade picks because they've all traded picks, but the same, like, four teams have all the picks. Yes. And, and the now Thunder we're saying the Thunder are one of them. And we're saying Pistons turned down the offer of Shea Gilgis-Alexander and the sixth pick for number one. And the subtitle says, if this isn't the Godfather offer, I don't know what would be. I disagree. I disagree. I love Shea. I mean, as, as a baby boy, of course. Um, and I'm going to spoil it. He's baby boy of the week. He didn't get traded. I don't want him to get to, like no matter how good he, you get traded two times, you people look at you like damaged goods. I don't like that. He's not damaged good. He's a very good boy. You're doing good, Shay. Baby boy of the week. Baby boy of the week. Okay. Six pick and Shay for number one. One, I don't I don't that's not a godfather offer. We just talked about how many picks the Pel or the Thunder have. That's not a godfather offer. One. I need more than that. But if if the Pistons this the Pistons clearly think Kay Cunningham is that guy, pal. He's that guy, pal. So if he is that guy, pal, you don't trade him for this or much of anything else. So I I, I get that. I just if I'm the Thunder, okay, it's like okay, take Shea out. How many other picks do I need to add in to make you consider it? Because I did hear Wode say it's like the Pistons like Cade Cunningham, but they said they were going to do like their due diligence in terms of like working out everybody, trade offers, exploring all avenues. Again, you would get Shea, who I would take over a lot of people in this draft, but the sixth pick, that's where it's like you'd have to love somebody. I don't love anybody at six. If this was Shea in the third pick, I think you got to think about that, but Shea and six, I I, I can't do it. Can't I mean, didn't the the Rockets just get seven picks for James Harden? And like, how many picks did the Pelicans get for Drew Holiday? Like, upwards yeah. of five. Like, if, if you're talking about a top player in the draft who could be that superstar, it feels like you at least need to start with like three first round yeah, picks like here. Like, it's I, you, I mean, I guess that six plus. Two additional picks or like two additional picks and Shea, like especially if the Thunder have ninety five picks over the next three years, uh, the Pistons are like, that's really that's your Godfather offer. Yeah, go go to Tankathon real quick for me, please, because I think the Pistons or the the uh, Thunder have like three or four picks in this draft. Let me see. Yeah, okay, so they have six, eighteen, thirty four, and thirty six aren't bad. I don't think they're. They're not like a blue chip asset, but if you get two top 36 picks, that's not nothing. Honest, I that feels more godfathery to me. If they're like, hey, here's Shea in every pick we have this draft. Or if I'm not like, okay, here's every pick but we have. They have, have future this. Clippers picks, they have future Rockets picks. Like they that's have on. plenty of like, here's Shea, our pick in this draft. We can give you 16, 18 as well. Right. Yeah, and we can give you the random LA 2027. Like, right. why are you not right. throwing in these like sweeteners? That's why I say one, that's why I don't know how you can consider this a godfather offer. Um, a player and one pick from the team that has all the picks. 
I, but I do. If you can't, it was like, okay, 6, 16, 18. We keep Shea, but I'll tell you to pick like any, what, two future picks? At that point, it's like, okay, do we think Cade is worth five first round picks? And again, you still might be like, yes, we think he is worth no, And the answer is no. But it just fit the Thunder seems like they they made an offer to say they made an offer. If they wanted to get to one and the Pistons are willing to listen, they could get to one. I think that I don't think that's unreasonable to say. They could go from six and add a pick for every like here's six pick. One for every pick we gotta jump up. Uh we get Kay Cunningham. Y'all get who up Jonathan Kuminga and five other picks. Right. So, but again, if you're Detroit, if you think Kay's that guy, there's nothing to be convinced like of trading. I just I don't I don't Almost you have a favorite of these top three. It feels like it's like it's narrowed down to like these are the three guys. And so if I'm the Pistons, like I kind of like I, you're kind of envious of the Cavs position because they don't have to think. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just going to take the whoever's like last there. Mm-hmm. But it's like what are the what would it take for the Rockets if they wanted Cade? Like they they have first round picks. I just don't know. I'm don't watch a lot of college basketball, so I don't know how to like evaluate who these three guys are. But it does feel like these are the three guys that it's been settled on. And so like the movement in the top three seems like the most interesting. Yeah. It's like, we're looking at, this is the, uh, the ringers draft board uh, by Kevin O'Connor. And for Cade, like his comparison, he's got supersized Shea Gilgis, Alexander, shorter Ben Simmons with a jumper. And there, I don't, I don't like shorter Ben Simmons with a jumper. Because that's not Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, they completely ch- yeah, like okay. Shorter Ben Chris Paul? Like uh, Super Size Shea is interesting though. Because the thing with Cade is he projects to be that num like that primary creator guy. The guy that is let me see, yeah, he's six eight, two twenty. I think he's got like his wingspan is long enough. Uh, yeah, go to, does that have the wingspan in uh deep dive? No, what the hell is O'Connor even doing? No, um, but yeah, he is that that guy in the style of Shea, in the style of Luca, like these big guards. That okay, six eight with a seven foot wingspan. He's a fine. As long as he doesn't have negative wingspan, any I I can't draft anyone with negative wingspan. That I think that's valid. Uh, He'll be fine defensively. I think in the same way that Luca's fine, like you. You'll hide him because of what he does offensively, but and uh, being large is helpful. Just to, being yeah. being like, like he has, um, like just the the moves that you would want to see, he has them down now, and I think it's why you it, you can't look at college numbers like Anthony Edwards' college numbers weren't good, but I was like, I think this guy is the number one player in the draft. K Cunningham, like he's similar. He's I don't know if I see him as like. Hey, he's that guy. I'm not even entertaining any offers for him, but he's a very worthy number one pick. Like the super size Shea, I kind of don't hate because again, he's walking into the league probably the size Shea is now. You know, I'm saying at 19 with way more advanced on ball skills. He's a really good passer. So super size Shea, I don't hate Jalen Green. I'm the least familiar with of these three. I have I watched a couple ignite games, but. 
that's the extent of it. I can't say I was like scouting. They've got shades of Zach Levine, Bradley Beal, Malik Monk. Everything I hear about him is that the dude can just score. Like he's just yeah. an excellent scorer, and that's a good skill to have. Uh, I mean, listen, Levine, Levine, Beal, and Monk, buckets, buckets, buckets. Okay. Now the knock on him, he's like he's six five. He's one hundred eighty pounds, so he's real thin right now. So he's going to be a project. His body's going to be a project. Defensively, he's going to be a project. It's a streaky shooter. He he kind of worries. He's the one that worries. But I, I admittedly know the least about him. I'm guessing that's why he worries me, because everything is like indicated or everything's based on him being a great scorer. And one. Like, look, scoring is not Malik Monk's problem. You know what I'm saying? If you look at Malik Monk's problem, scoring is not the problem. There's just a lot more to it. Um, Basketball? Like it's more and more. No, no. This is how to go up a little bit. Uh, said, display improving passing chops. Need to develop a better feel for timing and accuracy. Like, streaky shooter, thin frame, currently lacks attention to detail on defense. So, I do wonder, like, how much if he. It, if he's a scorer instead of a shooter, does he need the ball in his hand? Now, for the Rockets, it's going to work because they'll be able to say, hey, do it, like do whatever you want, dude. You and Kevin Porter, j- just do whatever you want. So I'd like that fit there. But Mo- if you go down, Mo- I like Mobley. I like Mobley. He's, let me see, who's his comp? They've got his Chris Bosh and Christian Wood. I can see that. The th- I, my friend Francis uh, at Ben Thrifty, he does like draft analysis, and there's been a lot of Bosch and AD comparisons to Evan Mobley, and he pointed it out. I think it's a good point. He was like, basically, you're basically what is Chris Bosch doing on offense that Anthony Davis is not? You're saying he's Anthony Davis, right? Like, so if you think he's Anthony, say he's Anthony Davis, <laughs> right? That's what we're getting at. Bob, Christian Wood is int- I think he's going to be a better defender immediately than either of those guys like ever. like he's going to be a plus defender that's, that's all what you hear about him a lot is like he yeah. can defend right now and that that's, yeah, to have a big who can do that is pretty important like he's like I just yeah. don't know if the offensive I just don't know enough about him but it's like you have being able to play on both sides of the ball and being like especially from the five mm. is so valuable I just think if you can win in the league without a five, but it's so much easier if you just have someone who's solid, like consistent right. there, can switch out on defenders, what it sounds like Mobley can do, and Definitely. like not someone you attack in the pick and roll on defense. Like it's that's such a help. I just think five is like the the position of value. Yeah, let me see because I want to see his plus his strengths and because again he's not a per, he's he's a center. He weighs two hundred pound like two hundred ten pounds. He's gonna have to beef up. Uh, like, but he's plus. going to like you. We, yeah, we, I'm not like Giannis is like we yeah. saw those things from Giannis is like tiny little like person, but like I'm at this point. Grow. At this point, if a guy doesn't put and keep on weight, I'm questioning your strength system, not the guy, your strength, the coach or whatever. But his pluses are the things you want to see with a big elite pick and roll potential is what I'm reading. He can pop for jumpers, attack off the dribble, pick apart defenses, make hook shots with either hand dribble to the rim or throw down live like that's legit he can do all that excellent interior finished that's real one of the rare bigs with go-to scoring potential he is an unselfish player but the big one all defensive upside with rare versatility for a big already a savvy pick and roll defender who can drop hedge or switch rarely commits fouls or turnovers a rare off ball turnover uh defender 
who rapidly processes what's happening on the floor. If you're talking plus, like, I don't know what, if you're, and you're building a big man for this game, I don't know what more pluses you want, right? Now, the minuses, thin frame, okay, high center of gra- He can't guard Joel Embiid. I want it to be known. Because um, there's Lowe- many players in the league yeah, who are he, excelling he, in that regard. The day that 19-year-old, 200-pound Evan Mobley steps in the league, he will be the one person who cannot guard Joel Embiid. I think it's fair to point out. Has an advanced low post game. I think that's fair, but I don't think that's a knock. You don't re- like he's not. He's not Jaleel Oka, but he don't think he's not calling for the ball on the block, right? Extending his rank will take time. I think like the shot is more of a projection than a reality right now. I think that's legit. Needs to tighten his handle. That's true, but I also don't know early on how much ball handling he'll be. It, of course, that depends. Like if he goes to the Cavs. I don't know how much ball handling they got Garland and Sexton. He might not see the ball. So in that case, like, okay, body, definitely. Range, doesn't have a post game and handle. All his minuses, I'm not worried about. And it's feel like we just saw De- DeAndre Ayton like excel when he was with his like solid pick and roll point guard and can play yep. good defense. Like he doesn't need to handle the ball. He doesn't That's like it. need like they didn't they don't run post ups for him. Just roll hard to the rim. Yep. Yeah. And catch lobs. Oh, it seems like he can do that. And he's a very good defender. Like that seems like a, a pretty, pretty solid prospect. And that I'll say like coming in. I mean, Aiden was on a different planet physically. Uh, but if you're talking about like coming into the draft defensively, night and day. So if you think about the the improvement Aiden had from his rookie year to what we saw in this playoff run. If you apply that to Wood, it's scary. That's what kind of defensive to to uh, to Mobley. Um, that's what kind of, he does have that kind of defensive potential. I think what's going to hurt him one big, two Wiseman being a big going last year. Um, there's I know it's talks of like does Cleveland take he and Allen? I think you do. I think they can play together I, because again Mobley he's going to take time before he's a center. Jared Allen plays center now. So that Mobley can play the four, price and backup five. Um, like we look Okongwu, right? Like Ok, I think Okongwu projects to be a really good center because it's like you can't go at him on defense. He like can finish above the rim. Doesn't do a lot with the ball. He don't ask for it, so that don't. That's not too much of a knock for me. I like Suggs. He is a he's a cut below. They got Brandon Roy, Chauncey Billups, Jamal Murray. I don't. I don't Jamal a little bit skewed more toward defense, so a com- completely different player. Um, <laughs> but shades of he has yeah, shades. But, uh, <laughs> and to be compl- everybody else, if it's not a Kentucky player, I'm not even going to pretend like I have seen enough to give analysis. You don't have takes on Alperin Sengun. I don't. Uh, Josh Gaudet. Uh, <laughs> shades of Ennis Cantor. Oh no. It, <laughs> Like Scotty Barnes got Draymond Green, Pascal Siakam, taller and bulkier Michael Carter Williams. Tell me he can't shoot without telling me he can't <laughs> shoot. So that's the thing. And when did this like uh, player comp become a? Did it enter every single draft pick? Like, do you need to have an NBA yeah. comparison? I like I like Kevin O'Connor a lot, but definitely, this is just yeah, like this is not all him. But this is, not yeah. a, this is just the NBA draft uh, right. valuation issues. Like, we don't. We need a comp for every single individual. Also, it's like I think it's funny that we like rate these players so much, uh, but then later when we're talking about a player's career, it's like it's all about situation and like it's really all about like how their like work ethic right. is or like how much drive they have. It's like 
none of that stuff is evaluated in these draft guides or like it's it's, it's like you just go back and look at previous drafts it's like man Markel well, Fultz was sure yeah. fire number one pick like we have no well, idea that's I think it's so funny that every every sport everywhere is going to advance numbers and we can quantify every single thing there's PFF for college and people watch co- scout college probably more than the pros right because they're projecting and nobody has any idea what the fuck every single year we don't get better at all golden state light years ahead just took james wiseman a big center who can't shoot and can't move his feet defensively and doesn't have a good feel for the game because he's played legitimately like 50 games over the past two years nobody get like the Suns are in the finals this year. I think five years ago, they had two top eight picks and got Dragon Bender and Marquise Chris. Nobody, and, and they're in the finals five years. Like I, I, was, I was listening to, it was like the Wojo three-part podcast all about the Giannis uh-huh. draft, and they're just talking about the early stage in that draft where it was Cleveland had the number mm-hmm. one pick, and they had they had their five minutes left on the clock, and some rival GM was talking to them and like made them an offer for the number one. They're like, "No, we're going with the pick." And the rival was GM Andy was Bennett, like, right? "Yeah." The rival GM goes, "Who are you guys going with?" They're on the clock, and the guy goes, "No idea." <laughs> so they just like they didn't know with five minutes left, and they're like, "I guess we're going with Anthony Bennett." It's like they had the number one pick for weeks, oh my months, dude, like that. Listen, you knew you was bad all season. You knew you sucked, like. Oh my. And, and what do you know? They whiffed. Um, <laughs> what do you know about that? But no, the comparison, it is very funny because it's, you have to have a compare, like you have to compare them to somebody's game and they have to be that same color too. That's just how, oh, yeah. it, like every once in a while, we see somebody try to break through. But like, as I look at these, listen, uh, Singen got compared to Vucevic, Sabonis, <laughs> and Cantor. Moses Moody got Mikael Bridges, OG Ananobi, Morris Peterson. That's the game. Josh Gaday, Joe Ingles, also Australian. <laughs> but he also got Evan Turner. So it's just always – we never get it right. We never – I really don't like bust talk because I really think it, it definitely lets the teams off. And it's not to say it's not always the teams. It's definitely the players uh, have a factor in that for sure. But listen – and. Nobody was going to succeed being drafted one with Anthony Bennett, right? They just would. LeBron wasn't back yet. They were a very unserious organization. And time and time again, that's why we see, like, again, 9, 10, 11, 12. In that range, we've seen the Devin Booker, Bam Adebayo, Donovan Mitchell. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can find a franchise player into the lottery. And. Oh, hold up. Franz Wagner got Lamar Odom. That's interesting. And Xavier Tillman. That's interesting. Um, two players who I would not think play similarly at all. Franz but, Wagner also claims he's grown two inches, which apparently, <laughs> like we've seen with the honest, can happen. But I like the claim that he's done it. Like, been, <laughs> no, no one's been like, all right, let's break out that measuring tape then, Franz. Yeah. Listen. O'Connor still got him in six nine, so O'Connor's not t- he's not buying his bluff. Uh, he indeed taking that bull. What but, an outrageous claim! <laughs> I'm actually seven one. Yeah, no, he claims when no one else is looking, he's never missed a three pointer. Uh, teams really like that about him. 
It's like a bunch. Um, of, it's like a five ten dude at a party talking to a girl. Like, yeah, I'm six ten. Six. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm six one. Definitely six one. Oh wow, you're so tall. Um, but yeah, no, I like the. I like. Like looking back, I like seeing what I missed on. Right, like it, it's. It's just like you're not gonna hold that over my head, right? Ah, you thought so and so because I did. Like the point is to, learn, okay, what did I miss on? Why, like, why did why was I low on Jason Tatum? And I, I was like, okay, he's not an elite athlete. I was like, I see the moves he's doing at Duke, but the shots not going in. So it was like you're telling me he's got these moves, but I was focusing on result, not the process. I didn't see this defensively. To his credit, he wasn't this defensively in college. So now it's like, okay, these are the things I need to look for. The pro- If he's got the process, maybe that's what Jalen Green is. Like, he's put so much work into the process. The shot will eventually fall, okay? Defensively, if you get a guy – if I feel like if you get any kind of decent coach, he will get a guy to, like, be competent. All you want is competent defensively. So, yeah, like, these are the things. So you learn, like, what you were high on, what you missed on. And – I'm, I like that. Like it's ah, you got freezing cold tape. Yeah. Okay. Uh you, oh, me. you mean my you mean my random guess was wrong? Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, me NBA scout. Uh, and as I say, some like I still have my fun with the uh, Giannis or Brad Stevens, of course. But it's all just very, very like if Keon Johnson ends up being the best player in the class it's gonna of course how do we not see it of course i mean he went 12th of course but how do we not know he he had all the skills he and if k cunningham is like just pretty good it's like how do we not know he's not an elite athlete he can't so uh nobody in any sport that's the other thing it feels like so, it, like oftentimes just comes down to like the individual uh player themselves and like how much effort and like kind of work it's like how do you evaluate that in a 19-year-old kid? It's like, oh, That's, his his coaches who all have an interest in talking, like having him drafted higher or say he's a great guy. Like, how do you really Okay, know all right. Yeah, no, he's first, first in, last to leave. Okay. Um, now I get because, again, a guy at 18 is not necessarily a guy at 24. It's not just, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I think of Kawhi, I think of Giannis. Like, Kawhi got the, oh, he came up in the Spurs system and they fixed his shot. And I think like that helped for sure. But I think with the heights he reached, I think it's fair to say he would have reached those anyway. I think he's that caliber of talent. Same for Giannis. Like Milwaukee loved him and catered to him. And I think they like did right by him developing all that like team around him. But I do. If you go back and watch them interviews and the workouts, his mentality, you see it now. I think he was going to be Giannis anyway. So. That's where it's like. Do you think Cade Cunningham is like, is he that guy anywhere? Is Jalen Green that guy anywhere? Because it sucks, but it does. Play. You get a guy there and he just checks out because the coach is on his ass or he's never lost this much in his life. You don't. How do you scout that? He's never lost. this. He's never lost 20 games in a row. He hadn't lost 20 games since he was 10 years old. So I don't know. I say that to say. I don't want any slack on these GMs. I want their throats uh, draft night. No, I just I just don't like the but maybe we can just chill on the bus talk. I think it's just fair because it's also got Jeff Green was a bust. And now Jeff Green is like 30, like not old, old and a really good role player 
and he's gonna play health like for the next six seven years you know what i'm saying like guys take time I'm trying to think of like other lottery picks that bounce around um they don't always hit yeah you haven't always figured it out by the end of year four sadly so maybe but no matter what when you get drafted someone's gonna say oh should have taken shane larkin i <laughs> i think that in my favorite part of seeing who is going to be the next like who like it's like Draymond Jokic when every team's like we had him we we had him tenth on our board did you you had him tenth on your board you passed him three times and he went forty eighth but you oh, all right you got it um, looking forward to see who will be that guy and to close I we'll do a couple because I know it's some baseball picks and I think those are going to be wild random because I don't know shit about <laughs> this year with baseball but. I didn't want it, it came out today. Simone Biles is I don't know if it's I saw stepping away, but it's gonna be like evaluated day by day. Like I don't I don't think it's like she's just leaving and going back to the states. But she's taking some time and it was it was like is it physical? Did she hurt herself? And it came out that she needed I get like just some mental time off. And in a post, these are her words. She says I truly do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulder at times. I know I brush it off and make it seem like pressure doesn't affect me, but damn, sometimes it's hard. And then this is something I didn't know. It, it was an interview. Like, you know, they do the Hoda Kotb interviews, uh, all of them. And it came out. Simone Biles said that the reason she did not retire because she was worried that if she did, she's the only survivor from Larry Nassar's abuse, who is still an active elite gymnast. And she said she thought it would make accountability for USA Gymnastics less likely. That's why she hasn't retired. That's pressure. Okay. That she are she the greatest of all time. That's established. Before she before she walked into Tokyo. She's still the greatest. So she's 24. Of course, I know Simone's a big NHTA fan. Uh Simone's definitely going to try to win that TV. But it goes with it. Take as much time as you need, man. Like, again, we know you to go. If, if she wants to come back and do it at 28, I feel like she could. If she wants to go out with what she did, she good. Um, like, it's, it's a pressure that comes with the GOAT. But I would hope that it's one that, you know, like pushes her forward, not rest on her shoulders. Right. Because the pressure of what Larry, who I think he's in jail for life, which is pretty good. Um, that shouldn't be on her shoulder. That's not her. That's something that that unfortunately happened to her and a lot of other young women. But that kind of pressure on top of being like for your country, you got on the red, white and blue and all that. I can see that be enough to make a 24 year old uh, want to take a step back. So send us some 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 good vibes, some good whatever energy, whatever you want to call it to Simone Biles. Whenever you ready to start dominating again, we ready. Um, We're not really fucking with this Olympics as a whole. So I think this is going to work out great uh, for Simone. But yeah, I, I just I think that, that that just floored me that that's the reason she's still going. And she's also absolutely right. Think about how easy it would be to push that behind if there was like it. Hey, Nobody on this team, it wouldn't be talked about. She's on this team. You have to talk about that. So salute to her for having that presence of mind. Salute to her for being like, hey, man, I got to take a step back. 
and salute to her for being the GOAT, man. That's salute to her for having in many moves named after her that no one else has ever done before. Like there's just, that's why that's it's insane. She has multiple moves. Not only are they named after her because nobody else can do them, they will not let other gymnasts try them because that's how dangerous they are. And they're like, no, 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 you're going to get somebody killed. She's like, listen, not my problem. You know what I mean? She's compl- like, I think it's why she has her own moves like on the floor, on the balance beam and uh the other, th- you know, the thing, the pommel horse thing. I don't know. Yeah, sure. the bars. The, yeah, the, the 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 end zone. Um, the, the jumpy spinny thingy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, she's. I, I think legitimately, when you are talking like any goats, I think she, for how far above of her peers she is, how far ahead of her peers she is, I think she got to be considered with anybody. And there's nothing that's gonna be done this Olympics that could change that. Um, she could win eight gold medals. She could go over eight. She's still the greatest. Um, so salute to Simone Biles. Take all the time you need. Um, and be sure to enter the contest. I want you to win that TV, Simone Biles. I really do. So let's do a couple. Uh, let's do some baseball picks. Let's do some baseball picks. Give me some baseball picks. These are going to be great. Because I don't know. Oh, man. I can't wait till I just get super hot because I don't know anything about <laughs> baseball. Uh, I've decided I'm going to bet on the people that I have heard of. It's a good start. If, if, if I was betting, but I'm not. I'm playing a game of skill. Christian Yellick. I have heard of Christian Yellick. I have heard of Christian Yellick. Less than an hour ago, he tested positive for coronavirus. Under. Go for that under. <laughs> under. Uh, let's see if we can lock this. Uh, lock this in, Rich Team. Suck it. Yeah. Sterling Marte, I've heard of him. One and a half total bases. Yesterday, he had two steals, three hits. Over. He's riding a hot one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. Take that, Risk Team. <laughs> Not up to date on your COVID test, Risk Team. <laughs> All I need now is for Christian Yellick to die in his sleep and I win my. No. Um, Hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Huzzah! Uh, let's see. Okay, so we locked locked that one in. A quick one. <laughs> the whole company's gonna crumble over this risk team over oversight. Ah, uh, I should have thought about that uh, when you were dicking me over, risk team. When you come in second place in the contest, you can use all five hundred dollars. <laughs> just wait for the next COVID result and then lock one in. That's exactly what I'm gonna do. Oh man, I'm gonna get fired for bringing bringing that idea to the. <laughs> Why are you actively promoting <laughs> ideas that are going to bankrupt this company? <laughs> uh, Jam, uh, double agent. We find out he's been working for someone else this entire time. Uh, Shohei Otani. Listen, if Otani's on the board, I'm going to take over one and a half bases. Come on, like, what are, what are we even doing here? Um, Altuve. I know he's a cheater. I'm going to take under because I don't support that. I mean, yeah. I'm fine. Like performance enhancing drug, I'm fine with that. Buzzers, it's a bridge too far. It's just, it, it, it's just not how. It's just not the game uh, my grandpappy played. Um, no, more. back in my day, we used a telescope and a series of mirrors and lights to steal something, and that's the, <laughs> that's the honorable way to do it. There was literal smoke, literal mirrors, 
and no one was darker than a paper bag. It was a better <laughs> game. Uh, let me see. I have heard of Real Muto. Not he, he wasn't in Thursday's lineup, which means he's hot tonight. So give me over Real Muto, one and a half total bases. Over Shohei Otani, one and a half total bases. Under Jose Altuve, one and a half total bases. He's going to strike out because he's a cheater. We don't support that. You want to put things in your body? Hey, your business. You want to put things on your body? I don't play that shit. You want to spit on the baseball? That's kind of gross. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's definitely unsanitary. During a pandemic, I'd recommend otherwise. But hey, but this, this Altuve, this is the line. I may never bet over if I was betting, but I'm not. Um, I may never take the over on Jose Altuve. So there's that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> just start nodding at the end of pop. People are like, what? it's just silence. What are we? Uh... But no, I think we had a, uh, the free agency talk. Uh, again, I'm going to encourage people. We will have the the link to enter this by the time the show is posted, of course. Again, I think it's like, what was it, 10 names? Like, it didn't take... You can do this in the time it took us to talk about Dennis Schroeder, right? And I don't think we ever landed on an answer for uh, Dennis, we, Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder. is still a free agent. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, listen. First prize is a 75-inch TV. Second prize, $500 underdog, which, again, you take that 500 and start fading me on baseball, brother? Come on, man. Uh Third prize, a very comfortable T-shirt. I've had it on this entire time we've been recording. You haven't heard me be like, oh, I'm itching. The shirt's too itchy. You haven't heard me say anything <laughs> like that. It's not true. It's just not true. So, Simone Files, enter right now. Um, only her, because she deserves first place. Um, but no, that'll do it this week. Thank you to Jam. Thank you to uh, Shohei Otani, who will certainly strike out four times this evening. Looking forward to the uh, the dra- draft is this Thursday, yeah? Correct. Yeah, draft is this Thursday. So by next, okay, next week we will have some follow-up draft talk and maybe a special guest. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if we can say or not. I feel like it's confirmed, but. Well, uh-huh. we don't need the listeners to know. They need to. They they can. Yeah. No, you. I, I'll say this. No, I'm not gonna say that. Um, it's a good guess. It's a good guess. We haven't even did the interview yet, but it's a good guess. It is. It will be particularly relevant. Um, with draft time around, I will leave it at that. So, happy drafting to everyone. Um, best ball mania and like real life drafting again enter 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 you got two weeks so be thinking this week like go ahead and get it in your mind now just start plotting right then you start reading the tea leaves pick where these guys are going one point for correct picks three points for sign and trade three people will win one of them might be you and all you need is an underdog account, which that's you can it. get by using promo code Trill. You also that's probably get a bonus there too, dude. I'm saying, like, I don't, I have no idea 
I was going to say how this company is profitable. I don't know that they are. That's not my business. It's not our job to understand how business this works. This is a true story. I saw Nick Rudman eat a $100 bill for breakfast with a fork and knife. So I don't know what the hell is going on behind the scenes. Um, but before they figure it out, you should enter promo code TRILL, get that TV, get that 500 bucks, wear that T-shirt, have a good week, and meet us back here next week. Be good to each other. Bye.